You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hello, everybody, and happy Memorial Day. If you are listening live, we are so grateful for you, for your families, for all who have served in our world. And today we are in for a special treat. So whether you're on vacay or traveling or not even celebrating, but just celebrating here with us, I hope you have a wonderful start to your week with this extra special podcast. We are interviewing Kate Halleck. She is taking us through her delightful book, Nine Ways to Die, an Enneagram murder mystery, you guys. We have talked so many times about murder mysteries on this podcast because Wes and I write mystery dinner games. So we have brought the forces together. The worlds have collided and Kate and I are doing a fun episode together where we're doing a giveaway for you guys. So today, before I bring Kate on, I want you to know that you've got to be thinking about her type and her hubby's type so you can make some guesses. And for the winner, we are going to offer you a copy of her book, and uh, the nine ways to die, as well as one of our mystery dinner games by Supper Sleuth, so that you guys can have fun this summer and just plan. Or if you're listening later, you don't have to worry about the contest. But either way, Kate's book is in the show notes. I loved reading it. It is just epic. And you know, it takes a lot for me to say that about a fiction title because I am so literally picky about my fiction titles. Uh, if it's not Tolkien or <laughs> Jane Austen, it's going to be hard, as, as like maybe a childhood favorite, but like it's always a hard sell. And like, I was in and I was in for the long haul with this book. So I was really grateful. I am always grateful when something gets me out of my head and just into fun spaces in my seven world. And and Kate did that here. So I had to make sure we got to showcase her. And I'm so glad you are here for this fun ride. So make sure you head over to the show notes and follow both our accounts and share your guests if you want to be part of the giveaway. And then we'll leave links to the book and uh, also our mystery dinner games in the show notes as well, in case you're just like, I just want to have some fun and some summer reading in this case with Kate's book. You're in for such a treat. Other than that, make sure you stay tuned for next week. We have a huge announcement on the podcast and I cannot wait to share it with you. Uh, But let's dive in together today into our wonderful time with Kate as we get to explore not only her and her hubby's types and how they met, but also about this mystery. How do you put an Enneagram typing mystery together? What goes into it? How can we learn from her about how she was able to do such a huge product project and uh, just get that motivation to do that? This is all wrapped up in today's extra fun episode for you. And you even get to do a bit of character typing as we share uh, a little bit about the inside story around her book too. So can't wait to dive in with you. Let's go ahead and do that together now. Kate, I am so happy to have you on the ENM pod. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. 
Oh, it has been a delight from your very first in crew with us to now to walk with you through your mystery book. Congratulations on your new book. Tell us about yourself Thank you. and your book. Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm so excited about the book. It just came out a couple of weeks ago and um, it's a murder mystery yes. with a layer of the Enneagram. So there's nine suspects and each one is a different number on the Enneagram. So while you're trying to solve the murder, you're also trying to figure out who is which number and what is motivating them um, as a suspect in this murder mystery. Oh my gosh, such a good idea. And everyone listening, most people know how much Wes and I are in our murder mystery mode all the time. So you guys know we're doing a contest with Kate too. So be listening for her type, her hubby's type. You guys are going to make a guess at this today. Uh, but your book is called Nine Ways to Die, right? That's right. Yep. Nine Ways to Die. <laughs> we're sounding a little too eager about that. but <laughs> I know, I know. But I love the title. Wes loved the title, my hubby, and he also loved your cover. So we'll make oh, sure yeah. to link here for you guys. Yes. Do you have a copy nearby right now? Yeah, if you do, do. You okay, yay. We'll show it. Throw it on yay. your <gasps> so, um, Yeah, the, the publisher designed it. They asked me a couple of questions about what I wanted. And then I kind of at the end of talking about it, I kind of said, you know, I like purple, just if you, you know, care. And then they were like, we'll just make the whole book purple. So I love it. Oh. Oh my gosh. Tell, uh, tell our audio listeners a little bit about the cover as they're just such Enneagram folks. So I'd love for well, them. Well, it's a, a, a brick building. So the, the murder takes place in a, in a house. And so it's a, a house with nine windows. And then each window has a different kind of um, mode of murder in it. So the different nine, nine different ways to die. If you're, if you're studying them, you can figure out some of the, some of the ways that um, one might murder someone. <laughs> so we can already get the sense that she's a fun type here, guys, um, because she thought of this book. She truly was able to uh, masterfully examine all nine types. Tell mm -hmm. us more about yourself. We'll dig into book questions too, but like, thank you for that. It's beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, I am a writer and an author. I live in Georgia, just outside Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I have three daughters. And um, let's see, I went to Georgia Tech. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And also your hubby. I'm not going to mm -hmm. share his type. I know it. Tell us a little bit about him. He also went to Georgia Tech. That's where we met. And um, he is uh, an air traffic controller. I don't know if that hints at his type, really. I guess it does yeah. to some extent. Yeah. Um, more talking than maybe he would like to do in his field, but um, mm -hmm. on on topic, no chit chat, which is good for his type. Yeah. Uh, what else can I say? He's really into uh, like video game race car things. So oh. that's fun. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that oh, helps no. with his type. Yeah, I think it does. Um. Now, tell us more about what's his name? How did you guys meet? His name is Adam. We, we were both yeah. involved in uh, campus ministry there oh. and um, got married right out of college and kind of moved around the country a little bit for his job mm -hmm. and have settled back near home in Georgia. So we're all happy about that. 
Oh, I'm so glad you guys got to settle. And one of my favorite things about reading Nine Ways to Die was that you incorporated local color. And I just so appreciated that because I know that uh, eating at Varsity and getting the orange drink and I <laughs> really resonate. Like one of her main characters, Tara, gets a drink there and I'm like, oh, I went there. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I tried to get some, uh, a lot of the local places, Chick-fil-A and Varsity, yeah. <laughs> a few others, uh, just to make it fun, you know, and, and there aren't as many places uh, books, especially set in Georgia. So it's, you know, fun to do something different than, you know, New York and California, which we get a lot of. That's a good point. And I bet yeah. you're really well read because of your field. And also, I think you're Enneagram type. Um, have you always loved books and reading and writing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have always um, been drawn to books and stories, especially. So I really, you know, movies too. Like, I just love a good story. Mm. So uh, it's books, movies, any anything that's telling a, a beautiful story. I just love it. Yeah, Aww, absolutely. I'm so glad. And I love that you and your hubby met through campus ministry and that you're now back uh, and at his roots and that you supported that journey, but that you even just as you're talking about that with uh, the local dialect and everything else that goes with the culture of uh, the Atlanta-ish area, uh, I was thinking you know, there's some love that you have at least developed for it yes. too. I can feel it. Yes, absolutely. Well, no, I grew up here too. So we're both from oh, Atlanta okay. We're just outside. And um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I definitely love this city and love being here. And it's, and it's nice to be back after, you know, and I think that maybe that points to my type a little bit that I went with him for his job kind of to a few different places before we ended up back here. So I think that that oh. might be a little clue to my number. Yeah, very kind. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, I know, I don't know if you know this, my listeners have heard way too much about this, but I love Kennesaw Mountain up there. Okay, yeah. Kennesaw's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I need so to put pretty. that on my summer list. We need to go You do do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, with my girls. Aww. It's been a while since I've been over there. Yes, we were talking about before we got on how we each have three kids in these crazy ages and how we're at the end of the years and we're tired, but yes. we're happy to see them succeed. So that would be such yes. a fun time for you all. Yes, yes. Summer is almost here and we are ready for it. Oh, I'm so glad. And um, we love reading here. Everybody who listens either loves, obviously, podcasting or reading, but tell us, usually both, uh, what are some yeah. of like the writers you could recommend to us in this mystery genre or just hero authors that you have that maybe are even outside of this genre? Well, my mystery authors uh, that you have to read, of course, are Ooh. Agatha Christie. Oh, yeah. If you haven't read her, she's, you know, the queen yes. and uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, who does all the Sherlock Holmes. So he's fantastic. And a lot of his are um, shorter. So I like that too. Like it's not a huge commitment. Um, somebody who I love that is more modern day uh, is Alan Bradley. He wrote a mystery. It's a series, but the first one's called the sweetness at the bottom of the pie. And it's a really sweet, fun uh, murder mystery that the, the sleuth is like a 12 year old girl who kind of, has an attitude and she just it's just a really fun murder mystery um but so those are some good mystery recommendations that i have um but as far as other authors i really like uh c.s lewis and george rr oh. R. martin and um you know jk rowling okay fun yeah, some of the classics some of the you know mm -hmm. good ones 
Yeah, I love it. And I don't know if listeners with certain types might even be like, oh, I'm getting even more clues. Uh, that might be type. true. <laughs> That's true. Um, I know that my husband's favorite author, C.S. Lewis, to where our son is named after him. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Jack Lewis Harden. Um, oh, but love we that. really love uh, just hearing your author picks because a couple of them, jo- George R.R. R. Martin, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, oh, he is Game of Thrones. Oh, so you've oh heard of his God. stuff. I want to like get into that series, but the 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 books. Are, I mean, we read all the books and then oh, became obsessed with the show based on okay. of the books. Yes, but the okay. show passed where the books are. So um, yeah, yeah. We're hoping he'll catch up at some point and finish them. Oh. But it takes like twenty years to write a book. So I bet. I bet. Oh anyway, gosh, they're the really fantastic, show. especially if you like huge mm-hmm. worlds with lots of people and things going on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Lord of the Rings is literally yes, my Lord of the Rings. I'm in the yes. series with my son again. We're just watching though. We've read it and um yeah. multiple times I have. And so I think our listeners are like, oh my gosh, this these two ladies needed to meet it with destiny. <laughs> <laughs> and not only exactly. that, but all of our uh, listeners are here with us too, liking many of the things I'm sure that we've shared and sharing on their favorite books that we need to read. So please tell us too, guys. You can follow either of our accounts and tell yes. us. Like, yes, we want to know the good authors, like you're sifting out. Um mm-hmm. And so some of it will match with our, our families and some of it won't, but like, I loved hearing those. Uh, I'm excited about all those books with you and especially yours, just knowing that oh, yeah. you have put this and now I'm getting why your book was like, for me, a gripping page turner, which honestly I'm stuck in the classics and nonfiction. And so I wasn't expecting that. And it was really a fun read for me. I have to tell you, it was like such a page turner. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you. Yes, it was fascinating. And then I told my son all about it, my daughter all about it. Six, he's a six, she's a nine, and my husband all about it on like one of our date nights. And um, we just had so much fun. My four, I haven't told because she wants to read it herself. Oh yeah, um, I think it's a really fun book too for book clubs because of the the ability to talk about the characters and who you think they are, and mm-hmm. like um, it's fun to talk about. And I, the people who I know personally who have read it. Um, will always like text me and be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, is so-and-so that this, or, you know, tell me what's going on. Who's this number or whatever. Um, Cause they just are so, you know, they just are enjoying that piece of it so much. Yeah. And I think that does also contribute is we've never seen an Enneagram murder mystery novel. So this yeah. is a novel idea. Okay. That was way too corny, but <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell me, uh, tell us about uh, just what made you inspired to write an Enneagram murder mystery novel in particular, and tell us a little bit about how you got started. And then of course, I can't wait to dig into what it's actually about. Well, I, first of all, got obsessed with the Enneagram. I, uh, just personality kind of types. I got involved in the uh, temperaments and I did it and everybody was like, no, you need to read the Enneagram. So I got real involved in that. And I was just kind of obsessed with it. And um, I really was, which you're not supposed to do, but I was just typing everybody in my life, you know, Mm -hmm. but I didn't always know if I was right or not. And in some cases um, I thought they were something and they thought they were something else. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, but we'll never really get to the bottom of like, who's right about this. That's making me sound like I'm not my type, but <laughs> yeah, you're like, don't read too much. Into don't read too much into that. But um, anyway, so I just thought, well, it'd be fun if there was a book where at the end you could like guess like mm-hmm. who's which number and there would be a, like a right or a wrong answer. And then I just thought that led really well to a murder mystery because you're like solving mm-hmm. riddles and figuring it out. So I just layered those two things together and then just went 
went with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. And I can hear the threads of like uh, both Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and especially Agatha Christie. Now that you say that the settings are so important and Mm -hmm. um, you honored those predecessors who came before to give us a taste of mystery. You know, the big, oh yeah, the big looming home that things take place in, as you mentioned earlier from the cover of the book and Mm -hmm. um, the money and just all of it. So tell us a little bit about uh, just so our readers and listeners can get into uh, it with us. Like what is the setting and tell us a bit about the storyline so it's set in atlanta and it's a rich family well there's kind of two parallel stories going on at the beginning there's a girl tara and her sister her 11 year old sister has gone missing and she is kind of a hacker and she is going after the truth and she's trying to get to the bottom of it and she is kind of doing some questionably legal things as far as like digging into some stuff online and trying to um, help the police. And of course the detectives are like, chill out, we've got this, but she's frustrated and, and wants to find her sister. So that's happening. And then kind of while she's investigating all of that, um, there is a murder of a of a kind of not nice person. Mm. And he has a family who he has treated poorly. Mm. Um, and they all kind of have a reason to want to kill him. Mm. And so um, <clears throat> he's dead. And so the detectives are trying to figure out who who is um, guilty and how does this connect? Because there's some connecting points to the missing girl and um, trying to figure out you know, how it all comes back and are we going to find the sister and are we going to figure out who the murderer is and are all of our questions going to be answered? Yes. Yes. And that is the coolest thing, how the stories come together because sometimes uh, that doesn't always happen and you just have Mm -hmm. sort of obtuse interests and diverse areas. And I loved how you had, oh, this comes together and it makes sense. And uh, yet it's mysterious. So maybe you could tell us about one or two of the characters and just uh, without us typing them, we can just get right. to hear a couple of them a uh, little bit about him. Well, how about we do uh, the, so the, the man who dies, Michael senior mm-hmm. has three kids. So we'll just talk about those three. Cause that'll be an easy place to start. Yeah. His oldest son is uh, Mike junior mm-hmm. and he works for his father at his um, like capital investment firm and um he wants to be a painter but has kind of been forced into working for his dad Mm -hmm. and going to business school even though he is very gifted painter Mm -hmm. um and so that's kind of part of the reason that he might you know want his father out of the picture is because he wants to do what he wants with his life and his brother is kind of similar in that Mm -hmm. he does not like working in an office he wants to be out in the world he wants to be he has a um his pilot's license and scuba certification and he's kind of like a fun guy and he does not like sitting in the office and doing numbers which his father has um put him in charge of mm-hmm. so he also is kind of like done with working for his dad but yeah. if they leave he, of course they lose their inheritance and um you know that that's a factor mm-hmm. and then their sister who is between them is um Addison and she is going to medical school and wants to become a doctor but um her father is making her kind of help him with some of his medical issues and so she is also kind of trapped she's not sure she's going to be able to handle taking care of him and going to med school and so she's also all of them are kind of feeling trapped by his just make control over them 
Yeah. But in different ways, kind of. Yeah. Yes. And each of them has an Enneagram type that at the end, uh, which is so fun, you get to finish the book and hear and just have that satisfaction of like, ah, I needed to know and I got to know and it was a good one. And (laughs) then you get the fun of, hey, you read this book, come to your website and type the characters, which I found to be just such a thrill to do something different. I'm not used to that. So Thank you for, well, I wanted people to be able to get the answer, but not until they, you know, had put their guesses in. So it's on the website. You can put your guess in. And as of now, nobody's gotten a hundred percent. Somebody was really close. Ooh. Somebody had all but one and um, didn't get it. So anyway, there is a contest. So the winner's going to get a gift card of some description. Oh, but... that's great. Oh, so I- yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see everybody's guesses. And then and then you get the right answer once you once you uh, put your guesses in. Yes, like I'm happy (laughs) I got some of them right. And the ones I didn't get right, I was like, I can see that like, and that's always fun too to be able to say, no, I get it and to go back and reread and review. Um, (laughs) So that's what I also loved about it. Yeah. And I'm noticing a lot of patterns with numbers that generally get mixed up in real life. And the same thing happening in um, in the book. So there's a there's a few characters that I'm like, oh, okay. A lot of people are thinking these two are are switched because these two types are very similar and get confused in real life too. It's true. And then we also have to layer in our personalities, which me reading, I'm going to be doing a fast seven read. So when mm-hmm. it comes to typing the two detectives, I was like, I don't know them very well. I'm just going to guess these two types. And I was right about one of them, but it was like, I hadn't put in the work of really investigating their personalities. Right. Um, right. So I was like, but the other ones I was so excited to type. Um, so I'm grateful for that experience. And that's what I'm really pulling for our listeners too, is like, this is a fun experience if you're looking looking for something uh, to really just intrigue you and allow you some mental space to be creative and thoughtful. Um, So I also don't know if this was intentional, but uh, something I enjoy with writers is when the, there is a depth to the villain. And I felt that uh, when we write our mystery dinner games, we just try to similarly make uh, the person who died. uh, When I say the villain, I I also want to say, you already said the villainous kind of father. Um, That's who I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. And we often want to make that person kind of, you know, something about them that uh, we we don't want the the readers to be too upset that they're gone. Yes, but they're um, dead. Yes. Yeah. But I also noticed the depths in yours. Like you gave it more, like I saw like little things where I was like, well, the kids are getting the inheritance and he's being manipulative, but they also do have a lavish life and he provided that for mm-hmm. them. So there was moments that I thought you did a really good job of redeeming him just a bit. Just a bit. Yes. Just yes. wasn't. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's true of, of the humanity, really. You know, nobody is yeah. purely evil. And I think that's what makes it kind of tricky to yeah. navigate life because everybody's, you know, you can make a case for everybody. Oh, that gave away my type. I It really and did. It, I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, good. Like, I want people to get it right because I think that's fun and satisfying. Um, But but if you don't get it right, don't feel bad. We love you still. I didn't get all hers right. (laughs) Nobody Um, has yet. Yeah. So just have fun with us too on our contest. But um, I guess I just wanted to ask you that too, just about like um, your writing process. Like how did you, like some of our listeners are like, how do I focus on a big project? How do I finish something um, that's hard? Did you take it in pieces? Did you have support? Tell us how you accomplished this. Um, I just... For me, it came down to the routine of it. So I only write when my kids are in school. So coming up on summer here where I'm not going to be doing any writing, 
But when they're in school, I, I use, um, I just sit at my computer from nine to one every day and I write. And if you do that, you will have a book, but you know, I'm, I'm lucky and I'm, that I'm able to do that, you know, and uh, I sacrifice a lot of um, mm-hmm. house chores and, you know, not everything always gets done like it would be in mm-hmm. certain types, people's house, you know, the perfectionist yeah. maybe would have a, be- a cleaner house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm able to let go of some of that stuff mm-hmm. because I'm focusing on the bigger picture of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And luckily my husband is on board with, with that to a two point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, sometimes our spouses have to be like, okay, but let's pull in for some order at some yeah, point. Let's, and we have yeah, to let's, let's free group. <laughs> yes, exactly. Types. And when you have that, you're like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody has to like do the dishes or something, you know? Somebody has to do the dishes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do try to, to, and I try to make that part of my routine too, is like from when I drop the kids off, then I do a quick workout and, you know, do a little bit of chores, start some laundry and then write from and try to move the laundry along, you know, throughout the day when, when I get up and stretch my legs. Um, but that, that is for me, the way to write a book is to find, and if it's not four hours a day, if it's one hour, you know, when my kids were little, they'd go to preschool twice a week. And, um, I was just getting into writing then and and wrote another novel that has not seen the light of day, but, um, it was good practice for me, but I, I would write every Tuesday from, from nine to 12, you know, and that was all I had. And so, you know, you can write a book with whatever margin you have. You just have to sit down and make that a priority and then do it. You know, I'm going to sit in the chair these two hours twice a week. And and if you do it, you'll make progress. And if you don't, you won't. Yeah. And that's a good, very practical way to say it. Like it's possible. And if it's meant to be, it will find its way if you continue that routine and how important Mm -hmm. are routines to your personality type and all types. Um, so I'm grateful. Uh, and as you said, each type might do that a bit differently. Um, so were there any topics that you felt like you were passionate about that went into this book or was it just pure fun this time? Well, there are things that I'm passionate about. One thing that I am passionate about is ice cream. I worked, I worked in ice cream in high school and, and college. And, um, there's a layer of that in the book. Uh, one of the characters owns an ice cream shop and um, I kind of made up some flavors, which I just I had so much fun making up some of the flavors. Oh. Um, now I want to like have them in real life. I guess I, a I, you couple know. of them because honestly, my mouth was watering while reading and <laughs> I am not even a big ice cream person. And I was like, I want that flavor so bad. Is that real? <laughs> Is that real? Where can I get it? I know I'm I'm thinking about trying to make some of them just like from scratch this oh. summer with my little Cuisinart ice cream maker. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, that's something that I'm passionate about, but, uh, I don't know that there were too many other things. I tried to find fun things like, um, the cars they drove. I tried to make that like point to their Enneagram number or like certain just different things. Um, they don't, somebody pointed out to me, they're like, oh, you know, cause we were doing the launch party and they were like, oh, we should have whatever kind of alcohol they had in the book. And I was like, there's no alcohol there's not really any alcohol in the book because I'm not like a big drinker. So it was just like, oh, so yeah, you can, it's kind of funny how like you end up kind of in the book without really realizing. Funny. Wow. That is neat. Cause I was like, there was quite a bit to do with ice cream in a fun way. Like you can weave in whatever your topics are. And Mm -hmm. um, what was one of the flavors that you want to make maybe this summer? Um, Well, the, I did work at Marble Slab. So we did kind of, you know, then you can make your own flavor by like mixing it together. Oh, cool. um, 
But so some of them, I like the Scarlet's red raspberries based on raspberries with um, chocolate chips, mm. but fresh raspberries, not frozen raspberries, which oh. then they're hard and, you know, but fresh raspberries aren't hard and frozen. So mm. that was one that I used to make at Marble Slab and it was delicious. And I think I had a chocolate drenched strawberry. So chocolate with strawberries in it, which would taste like, you know, dipped strawberries, but with ice cream. Um, one of the ones I thought would be really good was the Coke flavored and I have a sweet tea flavored one too, which I thought, you know, it's kind of like a coffee ice cream. I don't know why nobody's ever made a tea ice cream. That so is, that one I'd like to try I all would, of them. Oh my gosh. And I know being in the South with you that like everybody, like I just was at a friend's party yesterday and I brought a sweet tea because of course that's what you bring when you're in the South. So how fun that you're like making an ice cream flavor to go with this and Every one yeah. of the flavors, I was like, oh my gosh, like they're bringing ice cream and varsity and Chick-fil-A. And like, oh. I know it's like, <laughs> it's not good. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's so good. And so like clean, even though it's a murder mystery. So I hope our listeners will enjoy it as much as I did. I truly think they will if they're readers. Um, tell us where they can find you and the books that they can follow along with you. I know you have a couple of spots I've been finding you in. Yeah. Uh, well, the book is on Amazon dot com, you know, nine ways to die and also barnesandnoble.com um and wherever, you know, wherever you get books really. Um and I am you have a website which is just katehallock.com but also um on Instagram I'm at Kate Halleck Writes. Okay. And those are the two main ones that I keep up with. Okay, perfect. I yeah. love that. I saw somebody in the Enneagram world putting you on their book club page too, which I love. Yeah. Uh, the uh the Enneagram book club y'all should join. That's what it's called, Enneagram Book Club. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm the book of the month for May. So yeah, that's really fun. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, our listeners know to go to our show notes and to follow you and my Mm -hmm. account as well for a chance to win our game in your book. Um, and right. tell us what you think, uh, who you think, uh, her and her hubby are. So Kate and Adam, we want you to guess their types. You've got to hear her talk mm-hmm. about herself today. Uh, but also just go get her book. It's a great summer read or anytime if you're listening even later, I'm just so grateful to you, Kate, for writing it oh, and for sharing you. with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk soon. I hope. Okay, good. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Make sure you head over to EnneagramandMarriage.com if you need anything Enneagram-wise, but head over to Kate's website. Everything is in the show notes. Make sure you head over to the Instagrams for the contest entries. We are just so grateful for you, and I hope you have such a wonderful day. Stay here, or rather come back, right, Uh, for our big announcement for next week. Cannot wait to share with you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramAndMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.